So now we're going to uh, review Lekutu Sichas in Chelek Yud Gimel, the second Sicha for Parshas Nosoi, Nosoi Beis. Over here, this is a Rashi Sicha. It's a pretty short Sicha, uh, relatively speaking, to some of the other Sichas. And um, also, it's a little bit less complicated, I guess. Um, so, and this is talking about in the end of the uh, parsha, the parsha Koisai. In the Posik, uh so within the end of the Posik, the Posik says, Moshe. So, so the Posik, when Moshe comes a loyal Moyed, when he comes to the oil Moyed, Ledaber Itoi. So the Rebbe translates here in the Horus uh, from the proof of the Rashi before, Ledaber Itoi means that. Uh, when Moshe Rabbeinu came to the oil Moyet, so that Hashem will speak with him. Some people say means that he will speak to Hashem. But the Rebbe teaches, uh, when Moshe comes to the oil Moyet, so Hashem can speak with him, with Moshe. So Moshe heard the voice speaking to him, from Above the uh, lid, Asher al Arin Haedus, that was on top of the box, the Arin, which contained the testimony. Mibain Shneakrum, it came from in between the two chairs, by David a love, and he spoke to him. So again, the first Rashi explains that uh, the the voice came from the Bain Shneakruvim. But anyways, we're going to concentrate now on the very last. Pasuk and Rashi, and we're going to see that in this Rashi, the Rebbe is wondering uh, why the order of Rashi is uh, headings in Rashi and explanation are different than the Pasuk. See, in the Pasuk it says, Vaidaber uh, love." that is the last words in the Pasuk. Um, actually, um, the way the Rashi is printed is Vaidaber Elov is not the last Rashi, but the last Rashi Vayishma Esakoil is the last Rashi, and the Rebbe is going to actually in in, in my print of here it was different, but uh, uh, apparently that's the uh, that's the correct print is that first comes Vaidaber Elov. So one of the issues that the Rebbe is going to ask over here is how come. Rashi would explain by Dabere love first, which is last in the Pasuk, before he explains the Vayishma Sakoil, which comes much earlier. So why did Rashi explain it that way? Alright, let's look to see inside, and we'll see how the Rebbe explains this. Ois Aleph. So, the Pasuk says, when Moshe came to the oil Moyet, so Hashem would speak to him over there, so he heard Hashem's voice speaking to him, and then it says again in the Pasuk, Hashem spoke to him. So, why does it say again, Rashi. So Rashi says, Hashem spoke to him that that is this is to exclude Adrin from the talking, the Dibrois, the Dibrois that Hashem spoke uh, 
Then as the Rebbe points out in the order, because there were Dibrois, there were talks that we find sometimes in the Pasuk that Hashem speaks to Moshe and Aaron, but then we find also um, 13 times Rashi mentions in the beginning, right in the beginning of Ayikra, that it says that Hashem only spoke to Moshe, to tell us that really Hashem only spoke to Moshe, and then Moshe Rabbeinu gave it over to Aaron. It's just the Torah gives him honor. Sometimes the Torah says he speaks to Moshe and Aaron, but the only one who spoke is to Moshe. So over here, the Pasuk says again, Vaydaber Elov. The Torah has already said, Vayishma Sakol Medaber Elov. It speaks to Moshe. Why does it say again, Vaydaber Elov? So that is Lamayat Aaron and Adibris. That is coming to exclude Aaron from these Dibris that Aaron did not hear them. As the Rebbe explains, Kavona Sarashi Bepashtasi. So what is Rashi's intention here? In the simple context, because the words he spoke to him seemed to be extra. Because it's already said beforehand, it says, it speaks to him. Why does it say again, therefore Rashi explains that the reason the Torah duplicated is to emphasize. That the speech was to him, which is El Moshe, Dafke. It was specifically to Moshe. And to exclude Aaron from these Dibrais, from these saying. Um, okay. So now, is the Rebbe's in the, the Rashi over here, very clearly. After Rashi explains the word Dabrei Love, Maitik Hu Esateves, then he quotes the words, Vayishma Esakoil, and he heard the voice. This is Vayishma Esakoil, this is in the Pasik before. The Pasik starts off, Vayishma Esakoil, that when he came to the oil Moed, Vayishma Esakoil. This is the last part of the Pasik, is Vayidabrei Love. How come Rashi explains it now? So Rashi explains, but what does Rashi explain? She explains, You might think that the voice was a low voice. That's why the Pesach says, The voice. Which voice are we referring to when we're saying the voice that we've already mentioned before? That is the voice that has spoken with him at Sinai. So that was not a low voice, that was not a nomoch, that voice was a powerful voice that all Yidin heard, once it reached, that voice came to the entrance of the Oyel Moyet, to the doorway of the Oyel Moyet, then it stopped, and that would not go out, that voice would not leave the tent, outside of the tent, so nobody on the outside can hear the voice, Notwithstanding that when you heard the voice, you heard a loud voice, not a low voice. What is Rashi intending here? What is Rashi's intention here at the simple level? The word with a hey which is known. The Pesach is trying to teach us that that is already, that is the voice that is known to us already from before we know already the voice. Which voice do we know? 
That is the voice that Hashem spoke to Moshe and Sinai. The coil coil godl. Since we know that that coil must have been a great voice, the Pasa calls it Koil Godl Vilo Yosef. Shari Shomu Oise Kol Hashishim Riba Noshim. Because all the 600,000 men and the princes and the Noshim, the Chul, the women, etc., the Jewish people heard it. So it must have been a powerful voice. So he heard that same voice over here too. So it means it wasn't a small, it wasn't a low voice. And then Rashi adds, it didn't go outside of the tent. So So we need to understand, because of Nemar, in the Pasuk, the reverse order, why does Rashi explain in a reverse order? The Pasuk says, And then, So first it says he heard the voice, and then it says that he spoke to him, and finally it says, So that extra is on the end. So, and Rashi explains the Vayishma Sakoil after he explains Vayidabarei Why does Rashi change the order of Pirushay Hatevis as he explains the words Umefarish Midaber Vayidabarei Love? He explains when it says Midaber Midaberei Love, which is the emphasis that it was only to Moshe and not to Ari. Koidem Lepirushay. He explains that before he explains. By Yishmael that it might have been a low voice. Okay, so just the order, the way Rashi explains it. So number base number two, because of Rashi, from the fact that Rashi writes that you might think that we're dealing here with a low voice, Mashma it appears is the outer idea, the logic, the the the, the simple logic would be that it was a low voice. And the Pasuk is coming to let us know. No, no, no. Don't think it was a low. That's the voice that Hashem spoke with Moshe in Sinai. And therefore it wasn't a small voice. This was a a powerful voice, a powerful sound. But the question is, why would one think, from where would you come to say, why would you think that the voice was a low voice? Okay, you don't think it was a loud voice, but maybe at least. Why wouldn't we assume that it's an average voice? In the usual way. Why does Rashi start off that you might think it's a koil namuch? And that's why we have to tell you no. As the Rebbe will explain that it's precisely these two questions answer each other. Because we say before that only Moshe Rabbeinu heard it, that's why you might think it's talking about that it's a low voice, as the Rebbe will explain in a minute. Gimel, the third question is, So if Rashi is trying in that last Rashi, which Rashi explains the word koil, why does it say the voice, which voice are we talking about? So Rashi could have just said the first part. It's coming to teach us who are koil, that's the voice that he spoke with him at Sinai. But then Rashi adds a few more words. Why does Rashi add here to say, Rashi adds a new thing. Just say it's a loud, loud voice. But Rashi says no. When that voice came to the entrance, then it was interrupted. That is seemingly not 
connected to our Rashi over here to know that the voice stopped over there. As we'll see, the Rebbe explains that it's Davke because of Rashi's explanation that we have the question that Rashi has to tell you that the voice stopped over there and that's why it was necessary for Moshe to come into the Oil Moed versus standing outside. We'll see in a minute. And Dalet, number four question, is Loma Maitik Rashi Gam Teves Vayishma Es Hakoil. So the Vayishma Rashi is only explaining Hakoil. Rashi is only coming to explain the words that the voice, that what kind of Hakoil was it? It was a powerful voice. But Rashi brings down in the uh, beginning by Yishmael Sakoil that he heard the coil. And we'll see in the Rebbe's explanation that it's important because the whole issue is over here, since Moshe Rabbeinu uh, was the only one that heard the voice. And that's what Rashi is coming to explain over here. Why did he go to the Elmite? As we'll see inside. Base. So, Babir Bikhozeb. So, what's the explanation? What's the connection? The explanation all the above. So he says like this: La'achrei sherashi mefarish shatavas vaydabere love. That after Rashi explains that when the words that it says he speaks to him, those last words, bo lemat arim in hadibris, they are coming to exclude arim from the dibris, which means that arim wasn't part; he didn't hear it. Bahainu, and that meant to say sha'arin gambi yosef oil moyed that arim, even when he was in the oil moyed. He did not hear the Dibris. So when we're saying that Aaron didn't hear it, we're not just saying that he didn't hear it because Hashem didn't speak to him, he wasn't invited into the Oil Moed, etc. The Rebbe says, when Rashi says, Dibris means that even while he was in the Oil Moed, even while he was there together with Moshe Rabbeinu, he didn't hear the, he didn't hear the sayings. So the question is, why did Moshe Rabbeinu hear it and Aaron didn't hear it? The Torah says, Vaidabar a love, only he heard it, but Moshe, but Aaron did not hear it. And how could he not hear it? So maybe there is an idea. That the fact that Aaron did not hear the Dibris, the speakings of Hashem, there was a natural cause for that. Why? It was a low voice. Now we know that Moshe Rabbeinu had certain qualities that are special. Maybe Moshe could hear and Aaron couldn't hear. Moshe, who was a mighty, strong person, like the Pasuk said before, when they started up before we learned with the daughters of Yisroi, and they uh, when the shepherds came and they chased away the daughters of Yisrael, Mo- Moshe stood up and he saved them. So you see that he can stand up to all the Raim over there. So since Moshe Rabbeinu was such a strong person, we can say that all of his natural uh, instincts and his abilities were in a more stronger way. Also, in relationship to Ari, Vishama Esakoil, and he was able to listen to the voice. Mashenkin Arin, as opposed to Arin, 
didn't have such a good hearing. So we're having an explanation, Hashem spoke to him, that only him, meaning only Moshe Rabbeinu heard it, because it was in a whisper, in a low voice, and maybe Moshe Rabbeinu heard it, and he had better hearings, and uh, he was a more, a stronger kind of a person, he had natural, his instincts and his abilities were stronger, so he can hear it, and not Moshe, and not that would also explain to us the emphasis of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that Vayishma um, Sakoil Shetoyla Hakosuv Seder Hadvayf and Adibur Bishmi Osi Shal Moshe. That the Pasuk hinges the order and how the speech was. It says, Torah took it when Moshe Rabbeinu hearing. It says, Vayishma Sakoil. You would explain. It says, he heard the voice. Why was it? Why was it to him? It was only Moshe that can listen to the voice. So, Vizuhi Kavonas Rashi Ba'amroi, and this is Rashi's intention when he says, Yochel Koil Namuch, you might think that this was a low voice. Lach Reishem Farish, Vaidaber Elov, that after he explains that Hashem speaks to him, that's when Rashi comes to say, Yochel Koil Namuch, because that would be the Lash. Davkel Ach Reishayadu Alonu. After we already know that Hashem spoke to him, that was coming to tell us that only Moshe Rabbein heard it. And we're excluding Aaron from these sayings. So there would be a svara, an idea. You might enter your mind to say that the voice was low. And it wasn't Aaron's ability to hear it. Talmud Loimar, that's why the Pasik tells you, yes, Hakoil, no. It wasn't a low voice. Don't make a mistake. But the mistake only happens after we know by Dabare Love. That's why this commentary, before that, before we know it was only to, uh, that it was only not by Aaron, and before we know that Aaron was excluded, we don't have uh, a, an idea to say that it was a lower voice. But it was only because we're saying that Aaron is not hearing it, so maybe you would think that's a low voice. That's why the Pasuk is coming to teach us that is the voice that spoke to Sinai. It must have been a large, a, a loud, powerful voice, as mentioned earlier. So therefore, therefore, we have to say something else. We have to say that it wasn't because of natural. Since that's the case, so what is the reason that he didn't hear the voice? That wasn't because of a natural reason. It was just a miraculous, it was a miracle that the voice was not heard but to Moshe. While this sound was there, but Moshe Rabbeinu didn't hear it. So what is the emphasis of the Pasuk? Is Vayishma es 
that he heard the voice, which means Chidush Hoya Be'inyan. There was a novelty in this idea, Sharak Moshe Shomas Akoyel, that also that only Moshe listened to the voice. Gimel Amnam Lifizet is Hashayla. But according to this, we have another arouses a question. It would be understood if it was a low voice, or at least wasn't a very strong voice. Move on. Then we can understand why Moshe needs to enter into the oil moed in order to hear the voice. Because he's not going to hear it if he's outside of the oil moed. But since we're talking here about the voice that spoke to him in Sinai, which means it was a powerful voice, so because of the nature of this voice, so then it's possible for it to be heard also in a distance, which is outside of the oil moed. So, what's the problem? Everybody will hear it, not only Moshe, it's not going to be a problem. Why? Because just like Aaron didn't hear it while he was in the Oil Mayid. Nobody else would hear it when they're outside of the Oil Mayid. Because if still, that would only be heard to Moshe. Just like in the Oil Mayid, it was only heard to Aaron through a miracle. So why did Moshe need to come into the Elmoyed? The to the voice. It's anyways a miracle that it stops. So why did he need to come into the Elmoyed? So that's what Rashi concludes in Rashi says, In order to answer this question, This question only comes since Rashi says it's such a powerful voice, and we have a problem now. So why does he have to come into the oil moyed? Because the voice is so strong, he can hear it outside the oil moyed. So Mamshik Rashi, Rashi explains, that once he reached the, that voice, when it came to the entrance of the oil moyed, it stopped. It didn't go out of That means to say, that that because of the nature of the coil, it could have been heard outside of the Moed. But it was miraculous that when the miracle it came to the entrance, it interrupted and it did not go outside of the tent. The Lochain. That's why Moshe had to come to the Oil Moed to listen to the voice. So all these things follow. So it follows that first of all, because only Aaron, it says only Moshe, not Aaron. So don't say that it's a low voice. That's why Rashi follows up with the saying, saying, well, maybe it was because of the low voice. And it says, no, the post says Hakoil, meaning there was a loud voice. Still it was interrupted when they went out of the Pesach. So therefore... Aaron, Moshe Rabbeinu needed to come in there. The miracle didn't work outside of the Pesach. Pesach had stopped by the Pesach, and therefore, within the oil moed, when Moshe and Aaron were both in the oil moed, so then Taka only Moshe Rabbeinu heard it, not Aaron, even though it was a very strong voice. 
but it only was in the Olmoyed and not outside of the Olmoyed. And that answers also the fourth question that the Rebbe said before, where Rashi quotes Vayishma Sakoil, because we're not just translating the word Dakoil, but we're trying to translate over here why is it that only um, that only uh, Moshe Rabbeinu heard the voice, that it wasn't because it was a low voice. It was because it was a miracle, because it was a koil godl. And that was, the Torah tells us that Vayishma is a koil, that it was only here. That's the Rashi is explaining the whole Rashi, that he heard only Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that can hear the voice. Uh, so we're not just saying what kind of voice it was, but we're saying that only Moshe Rabbeinu heard it, and it was Moshe Rabbeinu and not Aaron, and that was the Chiddush, but it wasn't because it was a, uh, a low voice, a kol namuch. So Dalit, what is Yenish al What is from the wine of Tereshim Pirish Rashi? So L'chayr is Atzmei Deirish Birush, Biur. So this itself requires explanation. Since naturally that voice should have been heard also in a distance, also outside of the Yomoyed, so why was it actually interrupted? Why was it interrupted? When it came to the entrance, and that's why Moshe Rabbeinu needed to come into the Yomoyed to speak with him when Hashem wanted to speak to him. Why is it so? If the voice of naturally was such a voice that it went outside, why did it nifsek? Why did it stop? The Rebbe wants to bring out over here that Hashem voice stops in the oil moyed. Outside of the oil moyed, we don't want to. We don't want. We want to change the world and make a dirbetachtoinim to change the world around. We don't want the voice of Hashem to go and we want it to be actually void of the voice of Hashem, and then we should be mamshich over there. So. Mitzad itself, the voice stops over there. So, but why, why? Why is it? That's what Rebbe is going to bring out. Especially, does this require a special miracle in order to interrupt the voice? So, the Rebbe is going to explain this in the inner meaning of things. Rashi, Rashi writes. That is the voice that spoke to him at Sinai. Uh, in other words, the same exact thing is that the voice that speaks to him at Sinai also stopped, just like this voice stopped. Over there it stopped in time. After Matan Torah, that voice stopped. Here, the voice stopped after it reached the oil moed. The coil shenid bar imay b'sinai, in the voice that Hashem spoke to Sinai, but sinu gamkin in shalhevsek. We also find this concept of interruption. Ella shalhevsek zeh hoyo loy b'mokim, but that interruption was not in space. Kimoy because of Mishkan, like the voice in the Mishkan. The voice that stopped by Sinai was in time. Ella bizman that was in time. Meaning, after the Torah finished giving, after the giving of the Torah, means when the shoifer stops, it's no longer then they can go up to the mountain. I mean, the Yovel, when the blow of the trumpet means that the Shekhinah, that there's no longer. Rashi said, then the voice of Matan Torah 
finished. Mshoicha yoyvul after the blow, then the matdurzot ukemoy shepirush Rashi. Rashi explains. When the shoifer, when the yoivel blows, that's a sign that the shechina has left and that voice has ceased. It's interrupted. No more voice. So it stopped after Matan Torah. So why did it stop? Same reason. It stopped because we don't want Matan Torah, that revelation, to be all the time because it's not going to be Bechira. It's not going to be the whole world, just like the reason for the interruption of the voice of Matan Torah in time. It's understood. For had this been extended to after Matan Torah, then that would negate the whole idea of working service. That is hinged on the free choice of Bnei Yisrael. Because when this great voice is revealed, I am God your God. When we hear that voice, there is no room for choosing in something else. So you can't do anything against Hashem's will. So we can't have Matan Torah because then we don't have Avoida because there is no room to choose anything. You're always going to choose the right thing. So that's the reason why Matan Torah stopped. But the same thing is true with the interruption of the voice that took place in the Mishkan, which was in space. That was the same voice that we're saying that spoke to him in Sinai. Just like over there, we can't go out of time. Here we can't go out of space. Had the voice and the speech of HaKadosh Baruch extended to the world permanently and constantly, it would also go outside of the oil then the whole world would have become like an oil moyed. It would have the holiness of the oil moyed, and there would be no place and possibility for freedom of choice. And further, Hashem's desire is that He wants to have a dwelling place here in the worlds below. That's what That means that Hashem wants betachtoinim in the lower, such a lower. Some who on his own doesn't have openly the voice and the speech of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If he hears the speech of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's not a low, that's not a tachten, it's not really low. But we want it in the place with the reason. And they too, yamshichu v'yagilu boy, they should draw and reveal in it, koilu yizbarach Hashem's blessed voice. And it should be made through the service of man, a dwelling place for Hashem. So that is the reason why we don't have the voice of the oil moyed, Hashem's coil and dibur, go outside of the oil moyed, because we want to keep it oil moyed, one thing, and this we want to keep separate, because we want us to work to bring down the voice into the outside, not to come on its own. So what is the instruction of this hey? So from this is the instruction for each one and one. 
Shal Yemar Odom, a person shouldn't say, Daili Babidosi Bayal Moyit. It's sufficient to me my service in the Moyit, Baolo Shal Toira in the tent of Toira, Lis Yachid, Shomim Koilo Shal Khajbarhu, to unite there with the voice of a Khajbarhu. Umali Ulukola Nasi Mukhusla Yulzeb. So what kind of a business do I have and everything that's done outside of this oil? I want to be in the oil mayat all the time, and he doesn't want to have anything to do with outside of that tent. Goofy, he wants to be in the oil mayat, he doesn't want it with his body, his animal soul, and his portion of the world. He can't do that. He can't be all noyel mayat. The Abishta wants us to be outside. Because the main service of the person is so even though each one and one has the level of so we have a little bit of oil made that we go into the oil made but what is the main work of the person isn't within the oil made itself but but our job is means to bring it down to bring down in the whole world that which is heard in the oil moed, the last is called oilum kuloi, and to make the entire world dira umishkan loyizbarech, a dwelling place and a resting for Hashem blessed. This is Mesicha Shabbos Parshas Nosei Tovshin Chavhei.